0: chapter 12 of the way of holiness this is a libriVox recording all libriVox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the way of holiness by samuel logan bringle chapter 12 holiness and duty if holiness delivers us from worry it increases the sense of duty and of personal responsibility it was the holiness of his heart that led the twelve-year-old boy jesus to say to his mother wist ye not that i must be about my father's business to him the world was not a playground only but a field of labor his father had given him work to do and he must do it before the night came in which no man can work by this i do not understand that he was continually engaged in ceaseless grinding toil with no hours of recreation and rest we know that in after years he went away with his disciples to rest awhile. he took time to enjoy the flowers to consider the lilies to watch the sparrows to view the grass of the field but he neglected no duty he did not slight or shirk his work he was no trifler he was honest what he did he did well and with his might and this spirit always accompanies true holiness of heart most people divide the work of the world into what they call sacred and secular work preaching praying reading the bible conducting meetings and the like they consider to be sacred work but washing and ironing and learning building houses and making shoes practicing law or medicine working in mines and mills in shops and stores and on shipboard, that they call secular work. But why make such a distinction? Is it not the work, but the heart and purpose behind the work that God looks at? The Salvation Army officer, or minister, or missionary who goes for the salary he gets, or for the social position he enjoys, or for an opportunity for study and travel and personal culture, has a secular heart, and makes his work secular, while the farmer or lawyer washerwoman or cook shoemaker or miner or stenographer who has a holy heart and who does good work as unto the lord makes his or her work sacred the time was when a man built his own house made his own shoes sheared his sheep and gave the wool to his wife who dyed it spun and wove it and made it into clothes for her household he raised corn and meat and prepared it for food and so they lived independent of the world on the fruits of their own toil but times have changed society is now a great organism in which there are a thousand different occupations and people must needs divide the work between them and now god wants each to be faithful and holy and happy where he is doing his own work faithfully as jesus would do it a poor german woman in massachusetts used to say i am a scrubbing woman and a missionary by the grace of god she went to the homes of the rich to scrub and clean and she testified of jesus everywhere she went she scrubbed to pay expenses and preached the gospel and she scrubbed well that the gospel might not be despised or blamed they tried to arrest paul in damascus after his conversion but he was let down through a window by the wall in a basket and so he escaped someone has said that possibly one of the early christians made the rope that held the basket and that by making a good rope he saved paul's life and so in his humble way without knowing it helped in all the mighty missionary labours and salvation warfare of paul but what if he had carelessly made a poor rope that had broken with paul we know not what part of our work god is going to use in his plans for saving the world therefore let it all be good and true we are god's tools he is the workman i took an axe to cut down a tree but i took a tiny gimlet to bore a hole in a piece of furniture i wished to mend i could not cut down the tree with the gimlet nor bore the hole with the axe and yet both pieces of work were important So the Lord has different kinds of work for which he must have different kinds of workmen. The general stirs the world and lifts it toward God. You, perhaps, teach a few ragged boys. Do not despise your work or be discouraged. You are as important to God as the gimlet was to me. Do your duty. Do it as though Jesus were in the class you teach, by the bench where you work, in your kitchen, office, store, or mill do it without murmuring do it gladly and he may take it up and make it a part of his great plan long after you have laid it down as he did the rope which saved paul never mind what your work is moses tended sheep jesus was a carpenter paul was a tent-maker gideon was a farmer's man dorcas was a dressmaker martha a housekeeper luke a doctor Joseph and Daniel were governors and statesmen. In every relation of life and in all duty, they were faithful, or we should not have heard of them. If you are true, you will adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. You will have the sweet approval of your own conscience, the smile of God, and however humble your work may have been. If you are steadfast unto the end, you will some day hear him say, Well done good and faithful servant thou hast been faithful over a few things i will make thee ruler over many things enter thou into the joy of thy lord Hallelujah! true promotion which is from god both in this world and that which is to come is the reward of faithfulness over little things and few as well as over great and many and if you have the experience of holiness you will be faithful you must not however be anxious about the reward that is largely deferred into the next world it is your duty and mine to be faithful to be faithful unto death if reward is delayed it will be all the greater when it comes be assured of that god will see to it that your treasure which you lay up with him bears compound interest what a surprise to the man that made that rope if he finds at the judgment day that he had a share in the wealth piled up by paul's labors there is one part of the reward however that is never delayed that is happiness and contentment and god's favor in service which thy love appoints there are no bonds for me my happy heart has learned the truth that makes thy children free a life of self-renouncing love is a life of liberty End of chapter twelve